Soccer football is back. Um, I'm here with Alex um, joining the podcast again to talk about um, soccer, talk about sports being back after quarantine. And yeah, I mean, today was, I mean, this weekend was the biggest probably yet because we had La Liga back for uh, football and then upcoming this week, we've got Premier League. So it's like things are actually going, getting back into rhythm. How does it feel for you? Well, hi, everybody. Just thanks, uh, Kala, for asking me back to, to be here. Well, uh, just uh, I think uh, the football fans uh, know, soccer fans know, uh, the football in Germany uh, started a few weeks ago, but this weekend started in Spain and also in Italy with the cup. And uh, next week is also starting the league in Italy and in England also. So this was a big uh, weekend in Spain. Yeah, as you said, uh, Real Madrid just played when we are recording this. Barcelona also played Atletico Madrid, so I think that football is back and a bit of the, um, our life before the quarantine is getting is getting back. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like that. Um, I don't know what the actual numbers are like where you're at as far as cases and people with, with it. Unfortunately, it's not really getting a lot better where we're at yet. Like, it's kind of spiking and going up and down still. Um, but the good thing is they've figured out some good ways to um, – isolate the sports they figured out how to make it safe do the checks and everything like that um and like you said germany um bundesliga was the first one to come back because they as a country germany didn't have as many cases right they were in better condition um and then they they figured it out you know no fans where the coaches have to wear the masks and everything like that so they got back first and then you know we're back with la liga and and um and other leagues as well so what were some of the like the things that you noticed that were like weird coming back like what's what's different about soccer now as opposed to a few months ago well the obvious one is there's just uh, there's no audience like yeah the the stadium is empty and that for me it thinks that it's like it's different for also for us because we're watching tv but also for the players because they are used to play in certain conditions but also like the um, the rhythm of the match all, all the matches i've watched this weekend in the la liga they were a bit slower than normally because yeah, true, mm. uh, physically they have to get a, up to the top of their the form. And I think that there are 10 matches left. So they are trying to get like um, an evolution. So the for example, Ramadan today, they played quite well, 45 minutes, the first half. But the second half second was just horrible. <laughs> it was, uh, for example, Marcelo had to get some food because he was just having a headache. So now also there's there's new rules of, of the five changes instead of three so it's another thing that has changed a bit and well it's but uh, at the end is this it's football so, you know so it's, it's the same without audience with more changes but at the end is football hazard played the same way as he did it before the quarantine ramos the same as the mother same Messi yesterday so you know it's football yeah i agree like the, the actual game is the same obviously it's kind of weird to see the no crowd. I think in yeah. the, I, I watched a little bit of Real Madrid and did they, they added in like some kind of a computer generated crowd or something well, like that? In Spain, we have the two options we, with, uh, to watch it with that or to watch it just uh, natural without this. Okay. Uh, I, I prefer watching it without it because it's more natural. You have to just adapt to the situation and as if without crowd is without crowd. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
that's cool that's cool yeah i i agree it makes it more real and it's like yeah it's that's it's what the players are actually seeing so it's just more realistic um so yeah like you said barcelona played yesterday right yeah um four four zero yeah four zero against mallorca it's a city here in spain yeah they scored really quick like today real madrid crossed scored in minute three yeah Cruz, right yeah yeah vidal scored in minute one so they had two quick goals to just start the, and it was a quite uh, comfortable match for Barcelona, really. Yeah, and it was kind of it was the same for Real Madrid until, like, kind of like you said, in the second half it got a little bit more messy, um, and then they was it an own goal at the end that they got? Uh, no, it was a goal. No, 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 it was a goal of the oh, okay. defender. But as Ramos said after the match, when the when he had been interviewed, he said that physically they couldn't play the ninety mm. like all the match the way they played the first half. They were obliged to play the second half like that. So I think, as, as, as I said, it's normal. And when the matches uh, are going to get played, the player is going to be in a better form and they will compete uh, in a better way. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, they'll definitely have a chance to practice a lot and get a lot of games in because yeah. they're doing two matches a week now, right? To try and fit them all in. Is that right? Yeah. For example, Real Madrid played today. They're playing uh, Thursday and then again on Sunday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they'll have a lot of yeah. a lot of time to get back into their form, back into their rhythm. So that's good. Um, and like you said, the players, the best players, you know, they still played well even after quarantine. Sergio yeah. Ramos played well. Messi played well. I didn't get to see how uh, Hazard was doing. I know that he's had kind of a rough time at Real Madrid, like in his first year there. But do you feel like he's kind of finally getting into a good form with them? Well, like as a team, I saw it had, he played a really good first half. He gave an assist to Ramos, okay. in the, yeah. so had an assist. And the third goal, like was a Marcelo shot with a rebound of a Hazard shot. So also participated indirectly, but participated in the third goal. And as you said, for example, going out with another country. In Germany, Haaland continues scoring goals. Bayern yeah. Munich, Lewandowski continues scoring goals. Havertz, for example, there's a new young player in Bayer Leverkusen, continued in his good way. So, you know, as we said, at the end, football is football and life's, life continues uh, the same way before uh, as it was in March when the football stopped. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. So, as of right now, Barcelona is ahead of Real Madrid yeah. in the standings. And, you know, you're saying things, things are kind of staying the same. So, do you think it'll, that'll stay the same through the end of the season? Is, is Barcelona going to keep it or do you think Real Madrid can catch up? You know, I think that with this uh, matches without crowd, I think it's going to be very difficult for the big teams mm. to lose or not to not win. Because, for example, uh, Barcelona had a big problem when they got out of the Camp Nou they played uh, out but now the, and part of the problem was caused because of the crowd Yeah. so that is eliminated the Barcelona has an advantage because not only because the crowd uh, disappears but also the, the, the local team loses his support so in some way I think that that is um, is good for Barcelona so I think that's going to be very difficult uh, to to see big changes. I think they have a tough match against Atletico in a few weeks, but not many more, you know, and it's very difficult to, to see um, a match where without the support of an extra, as, a, as, as the crowd, uh, a team that, for example, I don't know, Leganes or uh, Getafe, Villarreal, that is, 
it's a good team, but it's not as good as Barcelona can win them. I think it's going to be very difficult to see many changes. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, I mean, it's kind of a similar thing in Germany. Like Dortmund yeah. is doing really well. Bayern Munich is still doing really well. But I was kind of surprised by one team, and that was Juventus. Um, they came out kind of flat. Like they didn't really, they didn't seem like they were really um, aggressive or really going for it. And then Cristiano missed the penalty off the frame, off the side, yeah. off the bar. Um, so I thought that everybody, all the big teams were really, really good except for Juventus. So I, they need to kind of, they need to get back into the rhythm of things here, I think. Well, yeah, it's true that they had a tough match because it goes against Milan. That's also a good team in Italy. But um, yeah, as you said, I agree with that. But also, uh, as we talked before, it's like uh, just a thing of time. Mm. When they continue playing, because they will play a lot of matches in a few days, they will just arrive at the level they were before. They were before. And also, I think it's very important that they can just focus on other countries. They can just focus on the National League. And then when that is finished in August, they can focus the team that had to play on the Champions League because it's like the the men, mentally, you're not going to get uh, disturbed with many, anything. So just focus on the league. And then when you finish that, just focus on the Champions. So that's yeah, so it's like, it's like separated now, right? So they're going to yeah. finish... They're going to finish the National League before they get the Champions League. And Champions League is going to start in August. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. In a, yeah. Okay. UEFA has to confirm what it's going to be and how the format is going to be. Because I think next week they will confirm it. But, uh, yeah, they have to, to, to pick it. For example, I think the Istanbul is not going to be, it's going to, not going to be the, the city. I think Lisboa is the favorite one. And also the format, for example, I think that since quarterfinals is going to be just one match, so it's going to be quite oh, instead different. of a, instead of two legs, I'll just do one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And I, I know that there's a lot of leagues and teams that are kind of changing locations too. Like uh, Real Madrid is not playing at the normal stadium uh, Bernabeu in in Madrid. They're playing at the practice stadium. Yeah, right? because well, they have a good stadium in the the practice place. Also, as I heard in the television, is the like the. the the pitch is the same as the Bernabeu one, so they don't uh, experience any changes. It's just the crap, well, the big stadium, you know, but right. they are getting some new things in Bernabeu. As well, you know, the, the new stadium is going to be constructed in 2023, more or less. So they tried to take advantage of those months and try to finish a bit quicker the, the modifications and the the stadium so yeah la liga accepted that and as they are playing without crowd i think it's a quite a good idea yeah i mean it makes sense right because if you don't have if you don't have the crowd then you don't need the big yeah. stadium i got i actually when i was in madrid a few years ago i got to go to bernabeu um i didn't go in because they charge you for the they have to you have to pay yeah. for the tour it's like i can't remember how much it was right. um but i went over we went over to the team store the adidas or the nike i can't remember what brand it was um, and right then the Real Madrid basketball team was coming out of the locker room or out of the stadium. Yeah. And I saw Luka Doncic, I saw um, Rudy Fernandez. I saw like the whole team getting onto their bus because they were going to go accept their, um, the trophy at the, from the uh, Euro league. So that was cool. When I went, I, I didn't get to go inside the stadium, but I got to see a lot of the basketball players as they were coming well, out. We'll talk about NBA later because it's going to be also get started <laughs> in the, in some weeks, but also talking about uh, soccer, the Premier League is getting back next week. 
yeah wednesday i think wednesday yeah yeah with the uh, two matches first thing is sheffield against aston Villa, and then is arsenal against man city but it, for example in the premier league is different from spain because i don't know how you you think that but liverpool has a big advantage about yeah from the second so they're going to be cha- uh, have the champions but for example it's very interesting to see which which teams qualify for the champions league because it's Third Tottenham, fourth um, Chelsea. No, third Leicester, fourth Chelsea. Mm-hmm. The fifth is Tottenham, I think. And the fifth sixth. is Man United right now. Yeah, Man United. Um, Wolf, Wolf, um, Wolf, yeah, Wolf, sixth, Sheffield, and Sheffield. Yeah. So it's really interesting also to know which teams will qualify. The sanction uh, stayed by the UEFA to Manchester City that they kicked off. Give them off about oh, yeah. from European competitions within two years. It's also also interesting because, for example, if that is confirmed, the fifth one will qualify also for Champions League. So mm. it's interesting, for example, for for Wolves and for Sheffield and also for for the Spurs to try to compete to achieve that fifth position just in case. And also, like if the um, normally the seventh one goes to Europa League now. If that sanction is confirmed, the eighth one is also going to Europe League. So these changes are going, to, are going to be interesting. And also the taking a look to the down, down part of the uh, the standings. Quali- yeah, the I think it was West Ham is a bit um, yeah in some, having some problems. Norwich for me is had they have it really complicated, but the rest. It's really open, so you know you have their uh, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, West Ham, Newcastle, Sunderland, so uh, Southampton, sorry, and so you know it's gonna be interesting. I always forget. Is it the bottom two that get relegated? The bottom three. The bottom three. Bottom three. Okay. Yeah. 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 So right now it'd be Bournemouth, uh, Aston Villa, and Norwich. Yeah, but you Those have. I think three. that West Ham and Bournemouth are tight in points. Oh yeah. Points. So it's really gonna be really interesting. Yeah, that'll be really, really crazy. It's kind of funny because, like, it's kind of a similar thing to what's happening in the NBA with the the eighth seed in the West. They're, yeah. they're going to do, like, the play-in tournament, right? And it's similar with Premier League. There's a lot of teams that are in the middle in the mix to try and get into, that Premier, into the Champions League spot. Because, like you said, you've got uh, Man United, Wolves, Sheffield, Tottenham, and then Arsenal. Arsenal is only one point below Tottenham. So, depending yeah, on how Arsenal does it, if they, if they make a run, which they probably won't, but if they if, if they do, they could get up into those. Top, the they're just like it's close enough that they can make a run. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting for me uh, at least how the the missing the missing crowd is gonna affect in England because it's a country where they live football very in a very sentimental way, and the crowd is I think more important for example than here in Spain. So I would like to see how, for example, uh, um, Crystal Palace is a a team that in Selhurst Park has is really the crowd is really important for them. How that is gonna is going to affect them? It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. How like the different European countries are are like how their fans are different. So you're saying the fan the fans in Sp- in Spain aren't as like as big a part of the match as they are in England. Well, yeah, it's also gonna be they're also important. Yeah, but I think that not as much important as in the UK. Okay. For example, I have clear examples. Stamford Bridge is quite a small stadium, but the crowd is really important. 
Anfield with the Neville Cologne is really famous. Old Trafford, as I said, you Soho's Park with the Crystal Palace. But more, I think that the ones that personally, the ones that are gonna be less um, affected will be the ones that have a big stadium. I give you some examples: Arsenal with the Emirates, Man City with the Etihad, the Spurs with the new stadium, West Ham with the London Stadium. I think that that teams will not be so affected as the ones that have a smaller stadium, but uh, as we call it here in Spain, a warmer one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I wonder too, you know, you mentioned Man City, how they can't go to Champions League for, for two years. Um, I wonder if, I mean, they don't have a chance to win the Premier League title because Liverpool is so far ahead of them. So I wonder if they will just kind of not try as hard, like not, not care as much. And if they will, if they'll drop a little bit and some of those other teams can move up, we'll see if that affects them at all. But I know it's not confirmed yet. So yeah, well, you know, you know that they have, uh, as we talked before in August, the match against the second leg of the match against Real Madrid. So that I think that will be the motivation to just mainly play, not maybe not at the other highest level, but just to continue to get so their their top. level is going to get achieved in the in that match against Real Madrid, you know? Yeah. It's, I think that it's going to be the, their objective is going to be that. And I think, you know, as we talked, they have a really good team with many good players. Now with the five changes more, for example, you, have, you can have Marius, Bernardo Silva, Gabriel Jesus. They have a lot of uh, options. Yeah. Just in the reserves, you know? So, is uh, quite interesting to know to see how Guardiola controls that and how he distributes the the minutes that their his her his players are gonna get because I think he will prefer many maybe to give less minutes to De Bruyne yeah because he will get better physically into the Champions League like so we'll see it's a bit like you know when this week I was talking with friends and. We asked like the question, what you gonna think is gonna happen? For example, this um, on Thursday in Spain there was the um, the derby of Sevilla mm. between Sevilla and Betis, and we were like, you know, what, what do you think is gonna happen? And it was the answer was I don't know, because there are uh, three months without playing football, without crowd, uh, you don't know how physically the players are coming back. For, we have, for example, the um, Sancho is the best for me. Is the, be- the best player in Dortmund. He has. What about been, Holland? Well, no, but <laughs> Sancho is Sancho is another level. <laughs> Sancho, uh, Holland just scored goals, but Sancho is for me is amazing. It's after Mbappe, the, the second youngest player, the best young player in Europe, and he came back horrible from the this quarantine. So he started on the bench. The Fourth, four first matches, including the one against Bayern, that was the one that was deciding the league, and he was just in the bench because he wasn't ready. So, yeah. You know, and you know we don't know how it's gonna get. For example, Firmino, Mane, how are they gonna get back? So it's quite a a question that for me, until we don't see what happened in the pitch, we don't have an, an answer. Yeah, well, and I wonder too if Man City, like you were saying, if they'll use this the first few games of, of Premier League to rest some of the older players and yeah. test test and give a chance to some of the younger players to prove themselves before they get into the Champions League. 
they can be a chance to like uh, experiment with a few different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. For, for example, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, well, David Silva is leaving the club at the end of this season, so it's going to be interesting to see if the if Guardiola gives minutes to Phil Foden. Yeah, and if he believes believes in him, or if he, they want to make look for another player in that position, and maybe Phil Foden has to look for for another team because this season I think he has played five or six matches only. So it's going to be interesting also to to observe that things. Also, he has five changes Guardiola, so he has more opportunities to look for changes, maybe tactical changes, for example, five defenses, or I don't know. Five midfielders, you know, different tactical plans. Yeah, um, as you might know, I'm a fan of Tottenham. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not very optimistic about how they're going to do during these next few weeks. Um, I saw. I think I saw that uh, Dele Ali is suspended for one game, the first match back, because he made some stupid comment about coronavirus on his social media. Um, and I don't even know what kind of shape Harry Kane is in. If he'll come back ever. Um, so that seems kind of a mess right now, but I'm hoping we, we can play some of the younger players as well. We've got a couple good ones that had a little bit of a good run back in February and March with Ber- Bergwin, um, yeah. and then uh, Lacelso was was playing, you know, pretty well there towards the end. But yeah, they're kind of in a tough place right now. <laughs> I think that Mourinho has a, a quite interesting task because um, he has to to fit all the young players. So they can connect each other and give as a team a good level because I think that Tottenham this year they don't have a good player, for example, a, a top player as can be the Bruin, Cristiano, Messi, Hazard. Yeah. They don't have that, so they have to work as a team. It's true that they have Son, they have Dele, they have Kane, but I think that you cannot just uh, focus on that players because as we we saw that uh, Kane is constantly. <laughs> Uh, off because of an injury. Yeah, uh, Dele is like some um, plays a good match, then a bad match, then a good match, then two bads. So yeah. I think that he Mourinho has to look for a for a um, response as a team, and we'll see if he achieves that. It's going to be interesting because I think Tottenham is Mourinho normally makes uh, really tough teams. Yeah, defensively. Uh, mainly, but you know, it's going to be interesting if he achieves that objective. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I like what he's done so far. I, I've been pleasantly surprised by Mourinho. I thought it was going to be a mess just because of kind of a lot of the drama that he brings. But it's, I've been, I think he's, he's done a good job, and I'm excited to see how Sun does in these next few weeks. Um, I don't know if you saw, but during quarantine, yeah. he went to Korea and had to do his military training. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. he was one. Of, I read he was one of the best. Yeah, yeah, he had like all the best numbers. Like he was the best at shooting, the best at running, like all these things. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he comes back with some confidence and he can save the team. I I love Sun. So I actually I lived in Korea for a little bit. So I he's like I, he has he has a special place in my heart. <laughs> this is a quite interesting play, and he, I, for me is a bit um, underrated because I think he's better than the, the the perception we have about him. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, th- I think he'll. I think I hope he stays at Tottenham, but I'm wondering with how good he is, he'll, he might he might end up going to a different team in a, in a couple of years. Um, but let's transition a little bit to the NBA now. The other league that's coming back uh, next month, hopefully if everything goes well. 
at the end of july i read it's coming yeah back. july 30th yeah and it's kind of i think it'll be similar to what you were talking about with with uh with la liga and with bundesliga i think that the teams that were doing well i think they'll continue to do well i think the lakers are going to be good still i think the bucks are going to be good with Giannis still um i don't know if you saw any of the the drama or the things going on with kyrie irving that happened the last couple of days well yeah i read he's one of the big uh players that tried to to not uh come back to the league he said yeah. because well you know i think that sports because it's my opinion i think that sports has uh all the sports in your case for example the nba in the u.s but football in Europe mainly has a, it's not only sport and a job for them, but it's also has an, uh, it's important in social terms because it's entertainment, you know, and many people that are during this uh, coronavirus thing, they've lost their job or they, because something they have to stay at home. It's good to have football, to have NBA, to have things to just entertain ourselves because if not, we're going to get a bit crazy. So yeah. I think that they have to make that effort. It's true that some, like some term, certain, we are playing with their sanity because, but they have many tests. They are gonna be quite well in Orlando, as I read in the um, in the news. So I think that I'm not. Uh, I I do not agree with Irving because, as I said, I think it's important to entertain this the whole society and i think that they have that uh task that yeah 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 no i i agree with you i think um like i understand where Kyrie's coming from um yeah, true, but... and, and i think he has good intentions um i'm just trying to like take a step back during these last few weeks especially just with everything going on um with black lives matter and with yeah. the, the the all this protests and stuff like that um i've just tried to like kind of take a step back and look at all the different perspectives, especially the perspectives coming from, from the black community. Um, and I saw that Austin Rivers from the Rockets, he came out with an Instagram post. I'll send it to you if you didn't see it, but he had a good perspective as well. Kind of similar to what you were saying, like the professional athletes and sports teams, they have a platform. They have this ability to, um, you know, just to, to speak out and also and be in front of a big audience because of their games and, and everything they do. And, and Austin Rivers was saying, hey, if we really want to um, to speak out, if we want to have the platform, we have to go to Orlando. We have to play these games so that people can see and so that people can have something to watch. Like you were saying, have the entertainment, have something to look, to look forward to. Um, and, you know, I, and I, I understand both sides. You know, I understand what Kyrie's saying, that he wants to focus on uh, the social matters at hand. Um, so I'm not saying that there's, there's a right answer necessarily, but I think for sure we're going to see – most, if not all, of the, the best players are still going to be there in Orlando. LeBron's going to be there. Giannis is going to be there. Um, Embiid is going to be there. James Harden's going to be there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really excited. I can't – it's been too long without basketball for me. I don't know about you, but uh, – Oh, yeah. July 30th can't come soon enough. <laughs> Quite – like, to continue what you were saying. Uh, but not only, to, like, to put the example of the COVID, but also, like, the other thing with this Black Lives Matter. Well, it's not... I think that it's obvious to to say that we support the, the movement because, personally, I think that it's going to... That equality is important. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was... 
mainly achieved, but we have said that yes, that in the U.S. don't is hasn't. But you know, I think that it's important for the black people in the U.S. It's a perspective from here, from Spain, so you you know it better yeah. from there. But I think that for black people, the normal black people, the, norm, the, the black society in the U.S. It's important to see that their players, the black players in the NBA, go to Orlando. They play, and because as players, they have a big bigger voice than the society. So not the same if you or me make a protest. That if Kyrie, Harden, LeBron make a protest, for example. If they go to the playoffs and they, and the, I don't know, the conference final, there's a match that is going to be watched by millions of people. They make certain movement to support that Black Lives Matter. It's going to be better than if they just stay at home, as Kyrie is saying, and they don't play. So I think that because of that and because, as we said, it has a social function, I think that basketball has to uh, come back. And as you said, the the end of July is going to be really interesting because it's a totally different format. The NBA, they also try to to make this test and see how it works. But it's going to be interesting as this happens here in Spain. With football, it's going to be many, many, many matches in quite a short amount of time. Yeah. I don't know exactly the dates, but you know it's going to be interesting to see the better, the best players, the players of the world, because they play in the NBA, all together in Orlando. And at the end, they have the big objective that they had in in October, that is becoming the NBA champions. You know, so the motivation is gonna is not going to disappear. Maybe it's different because you don't have crowd. You're not playing in LA and then in Houston and then in LA, but at the end, the objective is the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree. Yeah, so the plan is to start on July 30th, and they're going to go until uh, about middle of October. And then, it's yeah, it's going to be crazy, though, because, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of games in a short period, like you said. There's going to be a, a short break in November between the seasons, but then they're going to start up the next season in December. So it's basically like basketball nonstop, you know, just going to keep going and going and going yeah. through the rest of the year. So that's good. I wonder, you know, hopefully in the month of July, the players can get into good shape at training camps because, you know, it could happen that the players come back, they play a lot of games, and there's there could be a lot of injuries too because they're not yeah. used to playing that much. Um, so hopefully they have it figured out. I know there's been a few things coming out recently about, like, what different health guidelines they're going to have at, at in Orlando, at Disneyland, to make sure that, you know, especially with, with COVID, that that doesn't happen. Um, so I'm not too worried about that, but I think just the toll that it could have on the players' bodies will be interesting to see um, with how many games they're playing. Yeah, I read in the news that they're going to play some matches before the competition starts. Yeah. So not only to to practice, but also to, to feel what a match is. Because I think the basketball is a game that goes many about sensations. Yeah. It's in three months or four months without playing it, it's important because for example the summer break is not so big you know so it's important to see that i read i is luca that he's worked out a lot in the in his country so he has come back uh stronger oh yeah it's quite yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how this affects him in playoffs because it's true that we know that the defense in playoffs increases and it's a bit harder so i think that this Workout of Luca is going to be beneficial for him. 
because it's true that he evolved a lot that since he was in Europe. He had uh, make, made a big change. But I, I thought he had to work out a bit more and has done it. And as you said, uh, I think that big teams will continue being big teams, you know. Did you see and, uh, Nikola Jokic? Yeah. His change. He's trying yeah, to lost we'll a lot of weight. <laughs> we'll see how if the, he's quicker or if he, if he continues moving like a, a slow man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think that if you ask me now, I will say you that the conference final in the West, for example, is going to be Clippers and Lakers. It's my opinion because I think that it's true that it's going to be four months without basketball, but big teams are big teams and good players are good players. So Yeah, yeah no, I definitely agree. I mean, I think without the crowd having a part, it's just going to be who's the best, who's the best player yeah. on the court, right? And it's going to be LeBron, Kawhi, and then in the East, totally. it's going to be Giannis. I, you know, probably the Celtics, Jason Tatum, he was looking so good before quarantine happened. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's him probably. You could maybe say the Raptors with Pascal Siakam, but Jason Tatum look, looked way better than Pascal Siakam. Yeah. So I would say probably the Celtics, but I think it's really going to come down to just who's the best player on the court. I had some doubts with the East because, sure that, for example, in the West, I have, well, obviously in the, in the players, but like in the conference final, the West, I have it very clear. For me, it was going to be, Lakers against Clippers. And in the East, I thought the Milwaukee for sure, because Giannis. Then, since the conference final, we'll see, because Giannis, for example, last year, I expected a bit bit more from him. But I don't know if the other team can be Sixers. We always expect expect a bit more in playoffs than the version we see. Or Raptors, or Celtics. From the East, I have some doubts. Yeah, I don't. I I wonder what kind of shape Joel Embiid is going to be in. I bet if he if he's been eating McDonald's all during quarantine, I don't think he's going to be in very good shape. And then well, I know we'll Ben Simmons' hat was like a little bit iffy with some injuries and stuff too this season. So, we'll, I don't know. I don't know about the Sixers. I know. I mean, they're really good, obviously, but I would go with the Celtics or the Raptors probably. Yeah, I think that with the Sixers, the problem for me that was it that when. They signed uh, Simmons and Embiid with all this, the process movement. Mm. We expected for them to be, uh, to become champions in two, <laughs> three years. Yeah. And these expectations were too high for them. And when they lose in semifinals of conference, that maybe for them is a good work because they are have, uh, suffering an evolution and maybe each year becoming better for the journalism and for the general the spectator is they didn't fill up with the expectations yeah no definitely i mean yeah i'm i'm excited either way for things to get going hopefully here in the next couple of weeks we start hearing about the training camp and and who's gonna who's actually showing up i bet i think most players will go um sounds like Kyrie's not gonna go i saw that donovan mitchell from the jazz he was also involved with the phone call that Kyrie did so we'll see if he goes. I know that there was there's obviously a lot of drama before quarantine or right when quarantine happened between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert because they were the first ones to get it. But it sounds like they're friends again. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about Kari. I would like to know what he's going to do after the general manager of the Nets called him and said, Kari, please come to the pr- training camp because you, you have to play for the Nets. 
and yeah. we'll see when Manny when the Manny is uh, in the middle of the of the <laughs> problem. We'll see what decision Kyrie takes because it's gonna be interesting. You know, maybe yeah. the values he has and the ideas are less important than the money. Yeah, I know for sure. I also know. I mean, I'm excited to see all the guys who are gonna be in the playoffs for the first time. Uh, Luca, you mentioned Luca, Luca. First, yeah. Luca's first time in the playoffs. Also, um, I think Porzingis also. Yeah, Porzingis first time. And then in the West, we've got a bunch of those teams who are trying to get into the eighth spot. Right now, the Grizzlies are in the eighth spot. So John Morant, it'd be his first time. And then I heard that they, the reason they did the 22 teams finally was to get the Pelicans in so that Zion could play. <laughs> so yeah. Zion's going to have a chance to make it into the playoffs. Maybe the Spurs are in there as well. Yeah, so uh, the um, West was interesting to get that yeah. eighth place eighth place because I there was as you said Grizzlies but I think Portland Spurs and yep. Nola was well, they were really, really near so I was expecting a really interesting end of the regular season to just achieve that as soon as the first one will meet with Lakers in the first round but yeah. <laughs> hey but at least we get it we get a few playoff games out of them so that'll be fun. yeah true did you see the uh, do you play NBA 2k the video game yeah the, tra- the the trailer for the new one did you see it with Zion? Yeah, I have it. I have it. I saw I saw that, but I I, I play the the career mode with my oh yeah my player. I'm in, I'm in in Dallas with Luke and <laughs> and Basingis. Nice. We won the the first round of play. We finished the first ones in the West Conference, and we are now in the second round of playoffs against the Nuggets. I think. Oh, very fun! Yeah. Very fun. Yeah, yeah the, the new trailer, the graphics on it, like Zion. I don't know if you've seen it, but it looks so realistic, and it's just Zion like in a gym by himself, and it looks totally real. But it's a video game. It's it was weird for me to watch because you can yeah. like you can see the sweat on his face and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Like, so oh, is so this real? With a new PlayStation, also like with a PlayStation the, Five. Yeah, the PS Five. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a spaceship. <laughs> It's, it's really similar if you can see the comparison with the uh, new Bernabeu. Yeah. <laughs> Just take a look. <laughs> it's really, really similar. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a bunch of those memes going around. Of It looks yeah. like stadiums and stuff like that. Very cool. Well, it was awesome to have you on, Alex. Um, if you've got any, any last comments, anything you want to you wanna say to the, to the audience before we sign off, go for it. Well, first of all, just thank you to calling me to participate here again. Uh, to the people that are hearing us, uh, I hope that everything is okay for them with the families, with the friends, and just uh, keep uh, strong with this situation. I think that the end is really near. And, well, just to remember that if you uh, understand Spanish, uh, I have a blog and and a podcast. Well, the podcast I'm doing nowadays, really interesting interviews with football players, when someone from La Liga, so, you know... Uh, Calabio thing you will put my Twitter there there so you can find it. Yeah. You just follow follow me on Twitter. You will or also on Instagram. They're both they're both the same. You will find it. So just again thank you and I hope everything is okay. And we'll I hope we'll repeat this soon when back the NBA is near when the the leagues have developed a bit more and yeah yeah for sure more similar to the <laughs> our life before the quarantine yeah yeah no I, I hope you're doing well there too man hope everyone who's listening is doing well um we'll definitely get back on uh once the nba gets closer or when we're closer to the champions league as well coming back in august we'll have to be talking about that because we didn't even talk about champions league today um but yeah i will i'll link your twitter 
Um, the name of the podcast is uh, Capital Football or Football yeah, Capital? Fu- football Capital. Football Capital. Okay, Football Capital. So, and the blog is called? Well, the blog you have in the in my bio of Twitter and Instagram, you have it because the, the name is quite long. And Perfect. also in Twitter, if you follow me, I constantly repost uh, tweets of my the podcast account, so you'll find it quite easy. Awesome. I'll link that. Check below in the description for that information, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around. Bye.